Welcome to season two of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Chris, and if you're new to the podcast, we're three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, welcome back. We'll keep things similar to season one. After all, if it isn't broke, then don't fix it. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our season one content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brenton. Along with us today, producer Frank. Hi, Frank. Frank the Tank. Oh. Frank Abagnale Jr. Frank, me if you can. Frank Thomas. There it is. We all got a Frank. <laughs> Just name all the Franks. <laughs> uh, well, in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Prince Eddie's Brewing Company, which is in Picton, Ooh, Ontario. Yes. Nice. Finally venturing up to Prince Edward County, eh? Yeah. Uh, so we're having two beers today. The first is a Brass Monkey, with, which is a hazy pale ale with orange zest. Nice. And second is Sweet Talk Honey, which is a double IPA with vanilla, lactose, and of course, honey. Nice. All right. And to finish up today's episode, we're going to be talking about some beer destinations that we'd like to visit. All right. So Prince Eddie's is located at 13 McStephen Drive in the town of Picton, like we mentioned, uh, which is about 30 minutes southeast of Belleville, Belleville and situated in the beautiful Prince Edward County. So the brewery is owned by Aaron McKinney uh, and with their head brewer being John Miniker, they officially opened their doors on May 19th of 2017. Yes, right. yes. So McKinley pitched his dream of opening a brewery during a pint with his father in his hometown. So beautiful. Right. <laughs> uh, and after securing the finances with his uh, whole family chipping in, you know, then there was the whole you know, business plan, acquiring mm-hmm. the building, renovating, installing equipment. And he also wanted to bring uh, youth culture and appeal to a younger generation and customers who are laid back and accepting everyone. See, I'm... I'm- Taking a look at that, right? The coming up with the finances first, then the business plan. <laughs> I, I'm kind of the other person that does it the opposite way. I'd come up with a business plan, then realize what the finances were going right. to be. Yeah. But I like that. I feel yeah. so it's worked out for him, right? To each their own. Uh, so as part of that, they were going to name it Prince Edward Bring, but uh, wanted to give it a little twist. So obviously Prince Eddie's is where we're at today. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a little bit of a twist. Yeah. yeah. Not much, but a little one. So are, are we the younger generation who are laid back and accepting of everyone? I think so. I we are th- definitely accepting so. of everybody. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I'm laid back. Or yeah. young anymore. We're all th- over 30 now, so. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not young. And I'm sitting up, so I'm definitely not laid back. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you did lay back, you probably wouldn't be able to get back up. No, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so the brewery itself is a two-story building uh, with a tasting room that overlooks the state-of-the-art brew house in the loft. Another kind of hip kind of term. Oh, loft. Wow. Uh, and in the loft, you can play some ping pong and other games, right? Yeah. So along with that, there's a fair-sized patio offering anywhere between 8 and 12 beers on tap at any given time. Now, nice. Prince Eddie's is described as the ultimate playground, along with that patio, as previously described. Sorry. It has a beach volleyball court, outdoor kitchen, and a stage for live music. It does sound like a pretty sweet playground. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, if you're into volleyball, too. Whoops. Right. Yeah, I mean, you are a five. Uh, yes, yes. I yeah. play some volleyball. <laughs> I haven't played it for a couple of years, though. So, you know, but, but you're really good. But yeah, we're getting back to it uh, this year, that's for sure. Yeah, probably the best guy on, on the team. Uh, at least within the three of us, four of oh, us. <laughs> I don't know. We've been down this road one too many uh, times We want to go down. Uh, uh, well, All uh, right. We'll discuss uh, it later. There it is. Uh, so, obviously, um, um, producer Frank, big fan. Huge uh, Prince yes. He's actually there as part of his summer vacation last year at Prince Edward County. Oh, what a guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, obviously, did we, I don't know how we didn't get the invite, but. Uh, and it's because Frank went with his now fiance. So yeah. maybe yeah. Prince Edward County had something to do with that. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. So uh, I'll just go down the list of uh, Frank's uh, things that he would like to say he, for him. <laughs> He would like me to say, I'll spit it out. There you go. You got it. Uh, so it's a five-minute drive from Parsons, another big-name brewery in the county, uh, or Picton Golf and Country Club. 
and also a bikeable three kilometers if you so choose. Depending oh. who you're speaking to, <laughs> three kilometers yeah. might not be so yeah, bikeable. Yeah, that know. might be a hike for some Is there people, a brewery but... in between the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So there's a couple side streets off of the County Road 49, which run parallel with Picton Bay. Uh, and what would you take a north to go to Parsons or the Picton Golf Course? Okay, okay. Yes. So just so you know, you take that north. Yep. Uh, Geography park- lesson. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> pulling into the parking lot, you drive, you drive by the patio and beach volleyball court. Uh, they also have a league. Oh. Which oh. is pretty sweet. All right. Uh, you know. Brett would be the MVP. Uh, of, Naturally. Of game two, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the side of the building has Prince Eddie's name along with an image of a shaka, a Hawaiian hand gesture also known for, as Hang loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the entrance was an outdoor covered food bar called Slight Peppa. Uh, yeah, you got that. A Caribbean style barbecue place serving up nachos, pork. Um, you know, he'd already eaten, so he didn't buy anything from there. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, also, I don't think Caribbean style food and producer Frank go together, go together very well. Uh, so he walked into the brewery, thank God. <laughs> Finally. Uh, <laughs> I could just see him out there with a map. You know, I feel like he's he's on his phone right now yeah. trying to show us, yeah. like, Google Maps. Zoom in. Yeah. Okay, so you take this one north. Yeah. Actually, looking at the Google map of the place, it was like a old, uh, like, garage or something, like an auto yeah, garage. I was like, that's not it. I up, that's this it. is an old Google Maps. <laughs> this is where I parked my car. Uh, anyway, uh, so walked into the brewery, a big open space with the bar straight ahead. Maybe in the loft oh, yeah. I'm glad he walked into a brewery and there's a bar there uh, there's some cushion seating to the right not sure if it was more open due to COVID or if they're you know picnic tables moved outside uh, he enjoyed a skateboard flight I do remember seeing a picture of that yes um, I saw that on his, on his untap yeah I was going to say his Instagram well maybe both <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so he enjoyed a, the, a flight with Hayes Brigade which is the tasty New England IPA um, seek and enjoy dark lager so many friends uh, I mean he was with one of them uh, <laughs> <laughs> New England IPA <laughs> and the chin dropper oh, was wow. a blonde ale. Nice. I'm going to let one of you guys speak now because that was yeah. a lot. I mean, they used to call me the chin dropper in high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. you had so many friends? Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Hide uh, and seek and enjoy. Oh, man. Well, Brett, you mentioned the the logo of Prince Eddie's, the hang loose uh, hand sign, uh, for those that know that. Uh, I, I just did <laughs> you it. You just did you, it. You can't see it. Yes, yeah, so everybody is watching you do it right um, now. It was and, really well done. Yeah, so, yes. so that and, you know, the skateboard flight that we mentioned is something that the owner, Aaron, incorporated uh because of his time living out west so obviously uh in ontario there's not a lot of surfing opportunities um but living out west there's surfing you know that skateboarding it's more you know laid back if you will so he kind of incorporated that in his brewery the body movements that are coming from you right now (laughs) have me just he did that he did the whole hang loose and was like pretending to surf the body was flowing i think it was unintentional why is this one not on youtube this is golden i'm speaking with my body i sure do love it brah hang loose brah uh so prince eddie's is actually one of the only brewers and i can know them for this to put their value statement and code of conduct for all employees and customers online nice yes yeah i like the transparency absolutely and now speaking of such just a transparency none of us have gone except for producer frank right that's true yes i don't even think i've been through uh prince edward county i'm offended by their their motto the county because i work at a different county so i will get in the conversation (laughs) later about places that we destinations we like to go for yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) might be one of them Uh, anyway so now this is also kind of funny is that all the employees who work either have to get a mullet get a tattoo of a shaka or drop in at the skate ramp wow wow okay uh, most this, is, this, is com- this is coming after and I, I find this kind of ironic. Yeah, okay. me too. <laughs> coming right after we just mentioned their value statement and code of conduct for all employees <laughs> customers to follow online however there's slight hazing if you could go ahead and get a mullet a tattoo of a shaga or drop it at the skate park alright I mean now that I have a tattoo I feel as though getting a tattoo of a shaka wouldn't be that bad so could you just get <laughs> I'd probably get a mullet though could you get a temporary tattoo Ooh, oh maybe look at you looking at ways around it I yeah. feel like we'd have to check the uh, benefits package because if they allowed for good health care dental package i would take the drop in the skate ramp because that's guaranteed time <laughs> off for or, sure or you could just say that you're gonna get a mullet because that obviously takes a lot of time and then people just uh, where's your mullet oh it's growing in but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, looking at the business at the front part yeah, yeah. Look at the back. yeah. yeah the party in the back, the back is later <laughs> all right all right all right, yes. all right. We, we digress yes. so prince eddie's beer uh wise they've actually have um kind of the core four yeah. Which is that uh, chin dropper, 
right, which is the blonde ale. There's so many friends, as previously mentioned. A cream ale, which is the tribute to the Wu-Tang Clan, um, and as well as the Hayes Brigade. So those are the core four that they've got. Um, yeah. Yes. So also Prince Eddie's is one of the only breweries to do this. Uh, they serve their higher AB stuff, ABV stuff, so anything like over 10%, in little chubby cans. Mm. Pretty sweet, if you will. So 200 milliliter cans, including, uh, I've had one of them, the Little Scoop, which is a Neapolitan Imperial Stout. And they just had their just new release, um, Shenanigans, which is a triple IPA. They also called me that in high school too, little scoop. <laughs> I was going to say shenanigans. I, I kind of hope people go back and like start finding out every time I've mentioned what they've called me in high school, which I think would just be a good uh, kind of thing for the fans. A lot of things. Yeah, probably. I think the yeah. fans, whoever's you know the top fan, that'd be great to see. He, called you, he was also never late for high school. Never missed a day. Never missed a day. Uh, so on Untapped, there are 71 unique beers that they've created with over 21,000 check-ins for an average rating of 3.65. And Prince Eddie's was very nice. They sent us an extra four beers. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to talk here. Yeah, and the go reason ahead. Why Do is it. Because you said at the very beginning of this segment that, you know, after you got through the producers, I'm going to let somebody else go. They failed to do that. So they have sent four extra beers to us. The Cream Ale, is, as we've mentioned, obviously that's a Cream Ale. The Fast Eddie's, which is a light lager, um, as well as that Hayes Brigade, which is that New England IPA. There's also the Coco Dojo, which is an Imperial Stout. Yep. So. We've got those four to uh, try out as well. Not on the episode. Right. So, in terms of beers that we have had from Prince Eddie's, uh, Brett, you have had seven. Um, Your highest rated was the little scoop that you mentioned, uh, the Neapolitan Stout. Uh, I have to mention... I absolutely despise Neapolitan ice cream, so I don't think I would be given that a five. I enjoyed it. <laughs> too bad. Are you done talking? You're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can speak now. <laughs> oh, am I allowed to? Yes, you oh, So, the a little scoop. Uh, <laughs> literally, actually, it tastes like Neapolitan ice cream. Strawberry, lactose, dominate both the aroma and the flavor. It was... Freaking phenomenal. Nice. I well, it's that. good that it actually hit what they were trying exactly. to get. Exactly, yes. Right? It hit all facets of what it was described yeah. as. Uh, producer Frank, uh, he also said seven, the highest being the Hayes Brigade at 4.25. Tyler and Chris, this is your time to talk, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like this, I'm, I'm off the hook on this one, so I haven't had any, but I feel like, Chris, if this is the case, this might be, you might be golden sombrero on the next one because you've been zero 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 for a little bit on these. Yeah, it's it's been a while. We we should get another top fan to count how many in a row have had zero before going in. Uh, but I will say, Tyler, you and I have the we we talked about the Hayes Brigade and the Coco Dojo. We would split those. Yeah, um, we just haven't had a chance to yet. Well, it'd so. be nice to be invited over to a pool on a hot day. But um, uh, pretty sure you got time now. If you want. <laughs> uh, so Prince Eddie's also as many others do, bring in food trucks on the weekends as well. Um, they also do a concert series of local musicians getting to play and having fun maybe with the odd pint after their performance, probably during their performance too. Yeah, um, maybe. Which is good because you get this really cool atmosphere. I, I'm picturing in my head, you have the musicians, you have some food trucks, you probably have a volleyball game going on A as couple well, of missed so. serves to hit the, the person doing the concert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris and I don't miss serves. Frank, yeah. Frank, you, Frank doesn't miss serves too. That must just be a youth thing. Spikes all day. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, speaking of delivery... Uh, no, okay. <laughs> no segment there. Anyway, $30 minimum, a $5 flat uh, local delivery rate, and free delivery, and anything over $100. You could have done that. You could have went with that transition, said, yeah. And, and and they're also serving up delivery at. I mean, there was time. Ah, Come on. You got to get on uh, that. He missed it. Yeah. yeah. Well, for, like my serve. If yeah. you're in Prince Edward County, uh, you can go to their tap room. Their summer hours are Sunday to Wednesday from 10 to 8, and Thursday to Saturday from 10 to 9. Um, so, yeah, if you want to grab a pint there in or a skateboard flight, then we're going to link to their information on our social media. And it's about time we get the first beer served up, boys. Absolutely. Hang loose. All right. We are back from riding that wave. Hang 10, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so a big thank you to Gavin from Prince Eddie's for supplying the beers on today's episode. Thank you. Thank you, Gavin. Yep. Hang loose, Gavin. 
<laughs> so the first beer we're having today is Brass Monkey. So this one comes in at 5% ABV yep. and uh, unlisted IBUs. Uh, so this beer was actually re-released uh, this year in May for their fifth anniversary. All right. So this beer is brewed with mandarina Bavaria hops and fresh orange zest. Zest. It is a hazy, citrusy, and guaranteed to be your new summer fling. Oh my! Oh. We're, we're all married men except for Frank. I don't know if we yeah. should have a new summer fling. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, are you suggesting you should have a new fling? <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh, can, can I give you my answer in about five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> now this beer is described uh, kind of like a beer mosai. Oh, I like that. Apparently crushable. It might make you feel a little funky. Which is weird, because I don't think I ever want a summer fling to make me feel funky. But here we are, nonetheless. Interesting. Well, <laughs> yeah. as always, on Untapped, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs and on our Instagram at Craft Beer Cons. So, the overall rating for Brass Monkey on Untapped is 3.75 out of 5, with 312 check-ins. Uh, 241 of those come from the can, which we are drinking out of today with nice. uh, right on that 375 and 34 draft uh, check-ins at 372. Now, there are three five out of fives. So uh, I guess three people had it become their new summer fling. There you go. All right. So let's grab the can. Let's grab the glass and let's open her up. All right. Well, we are pouring this and we will be drinking it out of our pint glass. So make sure to use your proper glassware. Now, guys, you're going to see me a little bit different uh, the way that I handle this beer. And this will be coming up in the future. We've kind of teased it a little bit, but... It's a high school thing again. You no, know, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Just the way that I'm going to smell the beer, you know, and really kind of get to get that aromas in. Doing it, doing it a little different. Uh, there's a reason for it. We'll explain it later on in a future producer episode. Absolutely. Mm, that has got some good scent to it. Yeah, I'm really picking up the orange zest yes, out of it for absolutely. sure. There's a yeah. very nice oranginess, a little bit of pine um, yep. uh, in it a little bit. I don't know if, if And I believe that is the uh, Mandarina Bavaria. Mm, that's going to be that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, you're looking about a two-finger head. Yeah, yeah it, um, it's a nice head, and it definitely is, uh, is hazy. Uh, yes, absolutely. It, it's described as a hazy pale ale. And you got your light up there, uh, producer Frank. What's producer Frank seeing? Yeah, I think uh, Frank. What do you got there? Okay, so it uh, again, it's, it's you can't see through it because the haziness of it. Um, it's kind of got this orange hue to it, if you will. Yes, hue. Um, a good word. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a honey kind of look. It's it's more of, um, I guess. Cantaloupe is green. Honeydew melon? <laughs> no, is... honeydew is green. Yes. Okay, cantaloupe so the cantaloupe. Is yeah, there we I go. love how you had to look up in the air and look at the ceiling. I had to think about that. I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure a cantaloupe is good. Then I second guess myself. So it's kind of got a, a cantaloupe kind of look to it, if you will. Yeah, definitely. All right, it, well, it looks really nice. looks very appetizing. Yes. Well, it's been jonesing over here for a while. So. Yeah. It looks nice. You're thirsty. Okay, should we see if it drinks nice? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. You guys take a, take a sip there. A little sippy poo-poo? Oh, I, I was right. going to stick away from it. No, no. I think you're coming along with it. I think you enjoy the sippy poo-poos. All right, you guys go ahead and talk. I'm going to take my sip now and see Ooh, what I get. That is nice and refreshing. Yeah, that's very refreshing. And right at the right temperature, cold. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Just cold. That That's my unit of measure, <laughs> cold. Um, yeah, it goes down so easily. Um, very smooth. Minimal carbonation, um, but you still get the flavor. It, you definitely have that citrus flavor um, mm -hmm. coming through. It's got a nice smoothness to it, a little bit of a creaminess, haziness. Um, on the back end, kind of a little that grapefruity again coming through. Again, grapefruit's not my number one uh, fruit of all time. I don't have a, you know, it very high, but um, yeah, I, I still like this beer. Definitely uh, a beer that is crushable any time of the day. Yeah, and there's like a tiny, tiny bit of bitterness uh, at the very end, just a, a little hint of it. Mm. I don't right. get the whole beer mosa thing. It's not like a yeah as citrusy as what they're kind of describing it as, but sure, yeah. I I think this beer has got a really good mouthfeel throughout the yes. whole whole entire Soft sip. Mouthfeel, yeah. Right, it's it's really nice. It's almost velvety. Um, yeah. uh, it's kind of what I'm getting out of it. The citrus is is there. 
And again, the orange zest smell, like the aroma of it, is coming through in the flavor profile. But I, I do get that bitterness as it tails off. And mm-hmm. um, it does linger a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it it settles nicely. I think it's a it's a very yeah. well balanced beer. Well, and I agree with you, Brett. About uh, it, I don't really get that beer mosa because you know the champagne that you, you that you have in a mimosa is uh, very carbonated, and mm-hmm. this beer does not have a lot of carbonation. And you know which what? makes it go down. I was so going to say easier. I'm okay with it not being our beer mosa. Yeah, because I hate champagne. So oh, oh that's too bad. <laughs> I love champagne. Yeah, me too. Bird IPA, champagne yeast. Yeah, no. Oh, that's awful. I do feel though, like the way that this is brewed based on the, the carbonation of it is it is giving me some more sparkling. So it's not really champagne-y, but it, it does kind of have like a, a fizzle to it, if you will. And I think that's, mm. that's kind of what I'm getting as I let the, um, the beer sit in my mouth a little bit is it still has like this continuation of carbonation while it's inside my mouth. And it's, it's again, not sp- huge spark- sparkling, but it is, is more of a kind of a, a, a soft fizz, if you will. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair so so uh, let's move on to top five uh, flavor profiles. Uh, who wants to do it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. So Chris will take it. You pointed my way, but he oh, took it. Go ahead. Right. Chris, I, it's I, your I, turn. I didn't see that out of my peripherals. Serve it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the first one is hazy. Uh, I mean, it looks hazy. Again, we kind of struggle with this one. I don't know that there's necessarily a hazy flavor, but... You know. It is definitely a profile of the beer. And I think yes. top five, it should almost be like top five profiles of the beer, not yeah. top five flavor profiles, if you know what I mean. Right? Totally agree with that. Yeah. Uh, number two is refreshing. I, I definitely yeah. agree this is refreshing. Bingo. Yeah, it's it's super refreshing. It's crushable, I feel like, right? Oh, it yes. definitely. This, this is one of them uh, dangerous beers. You could get a couple of those and you're like, oh. Yeah, but also not feel completely overwhelmed because yeah, exactly. it, it is, what, 5%, right? Yeah. So it's it's not too bad. There you go. Uh, number three is grapefruity. Um, yeah. so I don't necessarily get grapefruit specifically. I would probably replace this personally with citrus. citrus. Yeah. Um, uh, producer Frank with a zesty. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. True I can see that as well. Yeah. Uh, number four is hoppy. Um, which I know, you know, we, we probably kind of want to, you know, you, you teased it out a little bit, Tyler, uh, kind of want to stop using that term hoppy and be a bit more specific. Uh, of, of like, what kind of flavor profile you're getting from the hop, not just specifically giving a generalization of hoppy. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I think that would be citrusy. Right. Um, Correct. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. And again, some of that orangeness uh, might be coming from the hops as well. Like that orange yeah. um, zest or orange peel. Mm-hmm. You can get that flavor profile done through a hop as well. Yes. Yeah. Right. And number five is smooth. So yeah, yeah. I it, definitely this agree. is a smooth, smooth beer. Yeah. It speaks to the speaks to the mouthfeel. I yes. think at least. Yeah. And again, it's throughout the whole whole sap, right? Absolutely. But this is going down really well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Um, now we've talked about the five flavor profiles. Let's move on to the untapped user thoughts on this one. Um, Brett, you take the first one. How about? Yes. So this one comes from Thomas, and the handle is Serenput. On June twenty second, stated the hops played together so well, fireworks, like Katie would say. Oh, like I, I feel as though it's a Katy Perry reference, and I'm missing it. Like, oh, that's a good. Like, Baby, yeah. it's a firework. You nah. said you're missing it. Yeah. I think well, you got it. Sounds it. like you got it. Yeah, yeah. I know a song. It's like there's more of like a plan words that maybe. No, I'm no, you're now. right. What you okay. got is what you got. Okay, four point five out of five. Katie, nice. pa- Katie Perry approves this beer. <laughs> well, the second one comes from Mark R. Uh, three second chug is Mark's handle. Uh, on June second, said nice light pale ale. Uh, Mark gave it a three point five out of five. However. Not sure how accurate this rating is uh, if he chugged it in three seconds. Yes. We were talking about that <laughs> earlier offline in terms of like some sure. people who uh, drink quickly and some people who like kind of nurse the beer, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Mark R., not a nurser. No. <laughs> Big chugger. Yeah. Yes. Well, three second chug. Yes. Well, in, in that terms seems of. Seems to be a three seconds, seems to be his thing. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, in terms of our ratings, uh, why don't you get us started, Brett? What are you thinking about this one? Should I do this rating in three seconds or no? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Frank's uh, got his abacus out here, and uh, <laughs> hopefully we can get this uh, working. So. Uh, so, yeah, again, uh, i really, really big fan of this beer. Smooth, you know, hoppy with the citrus involved. Uh, 4.25 is what I'm going to give this one. Tyler, yourself. Yeah, so I am actually going to give this a 4.25 as well. I think it's really well done. Um, crushable, very smooth throat, and um, good flavor profile. 
Yeah, I, I was toggling between four and four two five, but you guys have swayed me, so I'm going to go four point two five as well. Uh, Producer Frank is uh, not swayed. No, he he's he, on the other side of the net. <laughs> he yeah, it, it's a three against one, and uh, he's coming in with a three point seven five overall mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. himself. Sorry. Yes, and now he's kind of you know really arguing a call here, uh, but that gives us a team <laughs> overall score of four point one two five. So should we round up to 4.25 since technically we do have 3.425s? Wow, great job on that one. I think, yeah, that's what we do. So let's make it a 4.25 for the four of us. Uh All right, shall we go to beer number two? Yeah. All right. All right, and we are back, and the second beer we're having today is Sweet Talk, which is double IPA brewed with... Honey, lactose, and vanilla. Now, this beer is 8% ABV, and again, the IBUs are unlisted, but that's okay because we don't need them. We got 8% ABV. You would try to sweet talk me with beer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you mentioned honey. This beer is made with 400 pounds of local honey from Sandbanks Bees, and uh, it's combining a juice bomb with an insane amount of honey. A touch of vanilla and a dose of lactose, so it gets okay. smaller as we go. A dose of lactose. <laughs> Good rhyming. I like that. So the end result is going to give you aromas of caramelized pineapple and wild honey, met with a soft mouthfeel in that first sip. Mm. Then the dive in oh, to the delicious hive of marshmallow, nectarine, and honey graham cracker, okay. orange creamsicle, and a well-rounded grapefruity finish. Wow. Boy. There's, there's a lot going on with this. This sounds good. Hey, yeah. and I didn't screw that line up, and I said it in a nice, very non-monotone fashion. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good for you. We're proud of you. And the thing is, is because it's supposed to be really well layered, yeah. I, I hope that comes through. Hope that comes through. I hope I there's hope a nice so combination of all that stuff. I like yeah. marshmallows, nectarines, honey graham crackers, orange creamsicles. Grapefruity, eh, well, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All right. You you win some, you lose some. Bingo. So uh, on on tap for this beer, there's 143 check-ins with a 3.95 rating. Uh, There's also actually a second beer listed uh, by the same name. I guess someone took the liberty of creating it for some reason. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They were too busy doing something else. Oh, wow. Uh, That one has four check-ins with an average of 4.31. So obviously only four, uh, including one five out of five. Maybe they were the one that actually added. Did you check? Oh, Said, hey, be. you know what? I really want to go on my own on this, this so one. so good. I have to <laughs> yeah. put it on. The queen bee, if you will. So uh, the other one, uh, the, other, the the proper uh, listing, we'll say, also has one five out of five. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. All right. Good now. Let's grab the can. Let's grab the glass. And let's open her up. All right, here comes the pour. Oh, lovely sound. Uh, well, we are, of course, drinking this uh, double IPA out of an IPA glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Now, may I uh, add here that the IPA glass is reminiscent of a beehive due to the uh, place, the location where you would put your hand. Reminds me of a beehive. Thoughts? <laughs> Far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I just, because it's, it's Ridge, right? Right. They taught you the wrong thing in high school. No, no, no. <laughs> you know it. The ridgeness of this IPA yeah, but I class. I stuck my hand in a beehive. No, no, it's no. the exterior portion of a beehive is ridged. Come on. I, I've never really sure. been around a beehive. I will say, and though. And it shows. <laughs> <laughs> it in, shows. In, in regards to IPAs, um, it's actually been a while since we've had an IPA on the podcast. Um, actually, since the London co-op episode in the middle of <laughs> April. Wow. And... Oh. It's been a while since I've probably talked about the can. Okay. Because I didn't it, do it in the first it, one. It, no, you didn't do it the first right. one. Well, the first one's a little, you know, basic. This one's got yeah. something cool on it. So it is actually a bee fist bumping a bear. Nice. Hang 10, bro. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I feel as though there's some sweet talking. Maybe yeah. the bee wants to get a little busy with the bear. I don't know. Uh, but uh, That's but, unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Well, it's nice to see uh, that the bear is practicing uh, safe protection. Uh, yeah, he does they, have the eyewear on. Does have the eye goggles on. Eyewear. He also it's looks just like, role play. Looks like he has a yeah. tattoo on his shoulder that says, Oh, you know why? drippy, because he, he works for Fast or uh, Prince Eddie's. Prince Eddie's. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe a second job working for Fast Eddie's. It's a tough uh, climate out there in 2022. <laughs> that is, it, it is really cool. Um can art and we did see again with uh, the previous beer it did follow a very similar kind of vibe yes. in, in terms of the yes. semi-monochromatic uh look Look very similar like the town breweries uh kind of uh, can art as well yeah yeah, yeah that we had on earlier this year anyway let's talk about the beer and so yeah we have a beer and a beat so color wise what are you guys picking up on the color what are you guys getting on the sniffer very similar to the first in terms of color you know that same yeah. easiness um yeah, a little bit more, um, I'd say. A little bit of that beer went my nose, Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> a, little, a little lighter in the, yeah. kind of like an apricot color. Yep. Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. More, I guess, honey looking. Uh, no? Definitely good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. can see the honey in it. Um, now, with the head retention on this one, I'm a little surprised because we said this is a double IPA, right? It I, is, yeah. I assumed maybe we'd get a little bit more head retention and. Maybe that's not the case on the way that I poured it, but we'll see. Hopefully, some. Well, we are also a little through. busy talking about the birds and the bees, or bears and bees, or whatever. <laughs> and um, you know, I kind of had like a two finger head, and I'm down to like pretty much. A half yeah, that's what I'm know. saying. The, the yeah. retention of it yeah. didn't really, it, it, it yeah. didn't linger. It dissipated right? very quickly. Yeah, but go, right. It, it smells great. It smells uh, like a nice IPA. I'm not getting personally, anyways, a ton of honey off the nose. So hopefully that I comes feel through on the taste. taste. Yes. Yeah. All right, shall we? Yeah, we shall. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, it's too I will. I will talk first. Oh yeah, everybody's allowed to uh, have a little sip of the beer. Producer Frank really mm. getting busy over there with the, with the beer. That's enough bee jokes for me. I'm gonna drink it now. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my first original thought is this is eight percent. Um, in no way, shape, or form at this time am I getting um, a heavy boozy flavor, which is know. which is kind of nice. Um, still getting some of the citrus kind of the the normal expectation you would probably get from an ipa um in terms of honey probably a little bit more actually on the back end now yes yes i was just you know what i i was gonna prejudge it just based off that very first sip and as i was talking it really started to come through a little bit more and maybe that's just where it hit my tongue so um that's where i'm at is i am starting to get honey more on the back end which kind of pulls me away from the IPA aspect um, because it is it is very heavy forward. Yes, and on I'm the back also end, sorry. on the back end getting with the honey, vanilla. I, I'm, I'm getting mm-hmm. quite a bit of that vanilla yeah, flavor. Okay. Yep. Yeah, definitely um, getting the, the marshmallow vanilla lactose. Mm, marshmallow, I forgot about um, that, yeah. The orange creamsicle definitely coming through hard for me at least. Yeah. Uh, the honey, as you said, Tyler, it's pretty much on the back end. It's also... I. In my personal opinion, kind of tough to brew with honey. Uh, very sticky, right? In terms of how how it's done. But uh, I have, I you, have you brewed with honey before? Many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so I I like it um, very much. So yeah, I'm I I'm getting more of that orange cream skull as I get through the beer, and I yeah. hope I hope that kind of stays around a little bit. Um, again, the honey's there, but I am starting to get more of that lactose. It's uh, it's pretty crisp. I like it. it. It drinks pretty heavy, though. Like, yes, you don't get the booze aspect of it, but I think just with the amount of stuff that's happening within the beer in terms of the marshmallow, the lactose, the vanilla, the, the honey, it's kind of, it's you can't have any more than one. It, it's like a heavy body, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Very yeah. heavy body. Yeah, there's Kind of a- like myself. Very heavy body. <laughs> well, there's a lot of stuff in it, cause, so, so you're right, that, and that's what contributes to the heavy body. But this is like... You know, you mentioned Tyler. It's not boozy like a, uh, you know, maybe a typical double IPA. It's not very bitter at all. Like there's almost no bitterness to this beer, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice. And I'm sure that's because of the the vanilla and the honey is really mellowing that bitterness out. Yes. Like this is this is a really well done beer. And I feel bad because um, you know producer Frank and Tyler are distracted in an argument about something. I don't know what they're arguing about. I I think it might be the Blue Jays. <laughs> Uh, you know, in terms of we need, I don't know if we need a reliever or a left-handed uh, bat in the lineup. I feel as though their argument is now over. Somebody has one. Oh, don't no, know no, who. no, no, no arguments at all. I just, uh, Frank sometimes, you know, gets a little distracted and we need to just hone him back in and say, Hey, this is a beer podcast. You know Let's what? Producer focus. Frank zones out a bit. 
A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. We're, you know what? We're glad to have him back, and that's what matters the most. Um, I don't think I have anything additional to add to the flavor of the beer at this time. I think if we could jump to the top five flavor profiles, I'll lead the way on that if you guys don't mind. And um, as I get through this, you know what? We might be able to uh, see if any of those other flavors kind of change. And um, mm-hmm. producer Frank, if you're with us, uh, by all means, if you uh, have anything that you want to add, just um, <laughs> yell it. <laughs> I'm just check- checking in here from the ear. Uh, producer Frank is with us. Yes. <laughs> all right. Top five flavor profiles. Let's start with number one. Uh, creamy. Yep. It's got a lot of cream in here. Yeah. Would it be your number one? To, to me, no, it would not be number one. Not number one, but two or three, yeah. Okay. Uh, Frank says, uh, now. Uh, I believe it was, nah. Number <laughs> number two, sweet. Uh, yes, it, there is sweetness, but uh, it, that's coming from the honey, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. Three, vanilla? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting the vanilla. vanilla. That would be number one for me, personally. Yeah. It, it might be for me, too, after I... Uh, after a few more sips of it, I, I'm yeah. More the more it. I drink through it, I'm getting more of that vanilla, and it is up, yeah. is coming more of that orange creamsicle. Um, I'd be interested kind of to see if they did a version of this beer without the honey. That'd be right. Yeah, right. and almost and kind of that would change up, up that lactose, yeah. up, up that vanilla kind of profile in it, like an orange uh, creamsicle milkshake IPA. I don't know. Not bad. Be all right. Anyway, keep going. Uh, four citrus. Yeah, like the front end. There, there. Yeah, on the front end, there is citrus, but not as much as you would necessarily get from a again a typical IPA, right? Yeah, that citrus is dominating the front end, and then as it gets further down the swallow, uh, then that marshmallow, that lactose, is definitely taking over. And the vanilla as well. Fair enough. And then number five is the main ingredient. I would say is honey. Yeah, I actually think the main ingredient was water, uh, (laughs) but honey, (laughs) honey was involved. (laughs) <laughs> the main adjunct is honey. There you go. Yeah. Good job. Um, yeah, I like honestly, personally, I would probably put honey at the top, uh, followed by vanilla. And I feel as though now Tyler and I are going to be in an argument offline about things. <laughs> Tyler's just an arguing kind of guy tonight. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I would I would agree with you, Chris. Either the vanilla or the honey, and I I would almost use those interchangeable. Um. Whether it's one A one B, yeah, yeah. All right, but but I think these top five are are spot on, spot on, spot on yeah. yes. Yep. Uh, so speaking, of what other people think from uh, Untapped? Ooh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Uh, Tyler, you had the first one. I do <clears throat> clear my throat for this one because I think it deserves it. The uh, name is Joe M. The handle is Jozu Nine J O Z I U Nine. On May 30th, states the following, pineapple orange juice punch. You could probably get me to anything after three or four of these. To uh, do anything, I believe, is what that's supposed mm, to say. Maybe. Uh, it's typo. Quite refreshing despite the ABV and thickness. Uh, four to five, um, four and a half out of five for Joe. Now, with this one here is... I didn't really get a whole lot of the pineapple aspect of it. Yeah, I was going to no, say that. And yeah, as well as the thickness. I, I actually thought this was relatively smooth, mm. um, but not overwhelming, right? Like, I, I didn't feel like it was a very thick beer um, in comparison to the, the last one that we had. And, and definitely quite refreshing despite the ABV, though. That one I will definitely yeah, get. sure. It's 8%, but very, very refreshing. Again, yeah. could get dangerous if we get into a second one, but... Oh, definitely. Uh, so the, speaking of second ones, uh, second review comes from John C. Uh, John Collins FSLR is the handle. Uh, John on May 22nd said, loved this. Doesn't taste as strong as 8% suggests. Honey is very present, but not oversweet with the right balance of hop. Uh, John gave it a 4.75 out of 5. There you go. Yeah. Chris, what are you going to give it then? Well, so as our listeners may remember, uh, I am a big fan of honey. Uh, when we did our uh, gin episode, I, I did make a drink uh, with honey. So I'm really liking the honey in this one. This is really good. I'm giving it a 4.75. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. 4.75, Saturday. I thought. I, I, thought. I thought we were going to see one. Wow. Uh, for myself, um, you know, it's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty it is good. pretty good. Um, I am actually 
right in line with Chris in terms of giving it a 4.75. The only reason I'm not giving it a 5 is just because I thought I would see a little bit more honey coming through. But other than that, it is a phenomenal double IP. I guess there must have been too much water. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) All right, so for myself... I think this is a really good beer. I think they did a, a fantastic job with it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. And producer Frank LaTank is going <laughs> to... Oh, all- Francais LaTank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know, the Frank LaTank follows the brewery aspect for <laughs> yes, sure. I like yeah. that. Is also going to be giving it a four. Nice. Well, overall, that's going to give us a team score of 4.375, which we will round up to a 4.5. And that's going to conclude the review of Prince Eddie and the beers that they had provided for us for today's episode. Both very, very good. Absolutely. So coming up, some beer destinations we'd like to visit. Well, so since Prince Eddie's is located in Prince Edward County, as we've mentioned, uh, which has become a destination for people in Ontario and people seeking the perfect Instagram picture. And that's probably because Prince Edward or Prince uh, Edward Island is a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for people in Ontario, yes, it is. Um, so this is because... Uh, of the camping, the beaches, the wineries. How many uh, are there? There's 29 wineries. You and your wife could have a lovely time. Yeah, that would be a nice time. I'd uh, love to go with you. <laughs> the cideries, yeah. the distilleries, yeah. the breweries, there's at least 10. Yeah, uh, producer Frank says there's a couple of bangers in there. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, of course, the restaurants. So uh, we, we thought we would talk about, you know, kind of what our beer-related destinations that we'd want to visit are. So we'll start with Frank. Uh, you know, as previously mentioned, he did visit Picton last summer, uh, hit up all the craft breweries in the area, so all 10 of them. Because it's a lot easier to hit 10 breweries than it is to hit 29 wine or wineries. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> uh, and he would definitely go back to, to Picton. So, uh, is he inviting Frank? Are you inviting us, Frank? Is that a, a Prince Edward County invite? I actually just, he, he, I don't know if he instinctually did this, but it was a left to right hand <laughs> He's shake. like, absolutely He's like, not. No. You know what's easier for your head to go up and down, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up and down. It's all easier. No, come yeah. on now. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Frank also uh, went to Ottawa this year to visit his uh, he says girlfriend, yeah. sister. I think he means fiance. Yeah. He does mean fiance. Yeah. Uh, future bride to be, I believe, is the term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so correct. so he did some sightseeing there. Hit up some breweries in Canada and Ottawa. Uh, he also went over the border into Quebec. Uh, was nice enough to pick up some beers for us. I've been, you know, kind of feasting on those for the last little while. It's so almost like he hit a ca- couple breweries that I went to previously. It's almost like I gave him the itinerary to go <laughs> in places. Yeah. Well, uh, so in terms of... Uh, That's going to come up later. I love this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. In terms of my list, um, the reason I mentioned, uh, you know, Frank's trip to Ottawa is I would definitely want to do that Ottawa trip as well. Uh, and, you know, more more, again, more than just Ottawa, go over to Gatineau, hit the Quebec breweries as well, because I've enjoyed the beers I've had from there. But there's, you know, a lot of be- uh, breweries in Ottawa. So I definitely have that on my list, um, especially in terms of, you know, Canadian destinations that are easy to get to. Just so you know, Chris, when you go to Gatineau, go to this place called the Brew Haha. Yeah. What a time. <laughs> Let me tell you. That is all. <laughs> well, all what, right. what do you got, Brett? Uh, what do I have? So, um... I think uh, I've kind of had this plan in the works for a little bit, and uh, when I have some time off, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you have some time off, okay, go on. When don't you have yeah. time off? Well, <laughs> tell us where you work. <laughs> uh, I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Very good. And for the rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, uh, so <laughs> Prince Edward County has kind of been on my list of places to go um and i feel as though it's been a couple things where like i've kind of got a couple places and then the producer frank's like oh that sounds like a good time i should go there so i feel as though i should play like yeah uh, i didn't choose it my wife did in terms of nashville uh just saying but 
Yeah, Nashville. I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say Nashville. Nashville. Which is right. I was real quickly. It up, uh, so that was had nothing to do with me, actually. <laughs> Seriously, I feel not. Like the, your your relationship and his relationship are very similar, and I love that for you guys. Yes, it's it's great. Uh, anyway, so uh, I feel as though I might play like reverse Uno card on him and uh, <laughs> go to Prince Edward County for uh, during the time I'm off in the well, summer. Well, I know Frank's not taking you. Oh, God, no. <laughs> God, no. Yeah, there, me and producer is. Frank in a carpool does not work well together. Yep. Um, another place that I'm thinking, I shouldn't say thinking, but the plan is to go. Uh, I've been to BC. I'd love to go back. Uh, I also have one of my good friends who I actually saw a couple of days ago because he's just uh, home visiting his uh, family. Um, he's in Edmonton. In terms of Edmonton and Calgary, there's a lot of really good breweries in Alberta that I think – I'd love to get out too. And I keep telling him, like, I need to get out and see you, and I never do. Um, so, <laughs> great friend. I feel as though, yeah, I know, I'm a great friend. <laughs> uh, so, I feel as though maybe the wintertime or something like that, I will get out and, and visit some breweries out in Alberta and, and see him because he knows his way. He's a big craft beer guy too, so he's going to give me the little tour. Why are you shut him out? Jake Patterson, how's it going? Jake, Good to see you. Well, Jake's a beauty. I yeah, like he Jake. is a freaking beauty for yeah. sure. Um, what do you got, Tyler? Yeah, actually, just to kind of dovetail off that, it's not listed on my thing, but we are taking a trip to Calgary at the end of August. So, uh, yeah, room nice. for a third? Uh, unless you can fit in a carry-on, which I don't think you can. Uh, <laughs> I can fit underneath. I might just get lost. We, <laughs> we picked up for four days. We are doing a trip out to Calgary. Nice. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do for you, the boys, for, uh, for, for sure. that. Um, so the first one that I actually have listed here is uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. So kind of a little bit off the beam path. Um, I always said, just from a personal standpoint, if I was ever going to get rental properties, it'd be probably in Florida and Arizona. Um, Flagstaff has the Flagstaff Brew. Ha ha. Oh, oh. <laughs> I got to know in Flagstaff. There you go, which is a beer tasting event representing more than 60 local, regional, and national brewers. Um, and it happens every January, which is a perfect excuse to leave the cold uh, of Canada and head down to Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, I can book some vacation. There you go. Hey, yeah, you definitely could. <laughs> listen, I'll get a rental property and uh, you guys can come. Uh, I'll allow that, even you, Frank. Um, the other one I have is is kind of a twofer. Uh, Victoria, BC for the West Coast and St. John's, uh, Newfoundland. For the How's East. it going, Skip? Skip, my boy. Yeah, Skip. All right, coming back to me, I guess. Uh, venturing to the U.S., uh, I would love to go to Denver, uh, Colorado. So there are about... Oh, well, over 100 breweries in Denver and the, you know, greater Denver area. Yep. Uh, so apparently Frank uh, had an emergency layover in Denver once uh, coming home from California. He sat at the Breckenridge Brewery uh, location in, in the airport for hours and he has raved about the beers. He no, won't shut up Good on Breckenridge to have a brewery in the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. producer Frank needed... S- some liquid courage. Yeah. And he's just coming in here and saying that 7 a.m. in the morning, he was down in some pints. Wow. A couple of them breakfast beers, if you will. Well, a, as they say, in airports, it's basically, it's not even resembling civilization. It's just, yeah, it's do whatever you want. Uh, so also for Frank, he would like to go back to Grand Rapids, Michigan, because he went there before without untapped. So, you know, the producer Frank, untapped, I, do remember, so. I remember, do remember asking, um, what's a stout? No, <laughs> big fan. Just oh saying. man, we just need to get that '98 caravan back. Just, it's almost like the Prince Edward, <laughs> Prince Eddie's in terms of. Have you seen? Look at their website, like the old style vans in terms of how they promote it. Yeah, yeah, we just need to get yeah. one of those going. Well, a couple more for me. So, uh, Asheville, North North Carolina, seems again kind of random off the beaten path, but it's a small town, over 30 breweries. A lot of uh, those I looked at, I said the same thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and. Uh, I believe Untapped's headquarters are in Asheville, North Carolina. Cr- I believe that's correct. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, uh, this is less of a destination from a city perspective, but a brewery uh, treehouse in Charlton, Massachusetts. It's about an hour west of Boston. Uh, it is. Let me just pull up the stats here. I'm for saying you guys. like you hate Boston or. It, Boston. Uh, no, I said, like, just, it's more about the brewery than the town I'd actually go visit. Well, it's an hour away from so Boston. So you and Frank both put this on your list. Yes, we did. So on Untapped, they have a 4.34 average rating in 597 beers and over 6 million check-ins. 
So I think so they're apparently they know what the hell they're doing, or they're paying a lot of people to get them on tap. Say, some, <laughs> sometimes tap. that might just be clout, and uh, the snowball has has gone down the hill and fair. And, keeps and they but also sure, they don't doing good stuff. they don't sell their beer outside of the brewery, so you can yeah. only get it at the brewery. Yeah. So I would love to go there. Very good. Uh, a couple more for myself. What do you got? Um, I'd almost I know it's kind of sounds weird, but I'd love to go to England, Ireland, Germany, and just do. Uh, a nice tour of traditional old school beers. Yeah. Old sure. school breweries, yeah. everything like that. I'm sure my wife would not like to do that at all. But <laughs> guess what? I, so for the boys, let's go. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's you kind of so like. You not be allowed. <laughs> 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 not a chance in hell. Uh, <laughs> so I, you know, I'll probably just, uh, you know, go to my local watering holes instead of travel 5,000 miles to go to their watering there holes. There you go. <laughs> Tyler, yourself? Yeah, so I'll, I'll finish these uh, up on my own here. So uh, Portland, Oregon, um, actually going back to kind of what you said with about Denver, Colorado, is there's more breweries than any other city, which is 85 in the metro area. So oh. I think yours kind of including Denver, which is metro as well, like the, the surrounding area. Yeah, like Breckenridge, for example, which Frank mentioned, is like two hours away from right. Denver. So yeah. Portland actually has 85 in the metro area. Um, which I've I, never had a desire to go to Portland, but now I do. Listen, <laughs> I think there's two there. I think we go to Portland and we can drink some beers, and then we could also see the Oregon uh, fastball softball team oh, or, or a Portland Trailblazers game. I thought you were going to say no. go up to uh, to Vancouver, but we, we uh, could, Seattle's in between. You know, you could probably well, do that. Yeah. Yeah, um, kind of like what you said, uh, Munich, Germany for Oktoberfest, I think would be yeah. a, an absolute highlight and. Um, if anybody says, Hey, let's go on this trip. I, I'm pretty much going to be locked in. If I can get the time off and it works out with my schedule, I would say yes to anybody. Um, mark that. Uh, That's a high school reference. He said yes to anybody in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's too bad. Your sister is too old. Uh, so, uh, additionally, we also have for the bonus, uh, San Francisco, <laughs> California. And this kind of blends a little bit of two worlds here because in San Francisco, they actually have a, uh, Alcatraz and a walking craft beer combo tour, which is, <laughs> you guys good? We're recovering. But, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time. Yeah, you're recovering. That's something else I said in high school. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the Alcatraz and Walking Craft Beer combo tour. So you get to see the prison as well as you you get to do this Walking Craft Beer tour. So, well, trust me, if you if you no, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. There's something with my prison and my sister yep, yep. in there involved. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, All right, let's if that happen, I'm putting you in prison for sure. At least I'm going to prison. <laughs> There we go. All right. Does anybody have anything else you want to say about that? Oh, I think we ended on that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No other destinations. We got to collect ourselves here. All right. We're going to be right back with our farewell. All right. And that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening. Every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. Make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite volleyball player that plays level A. Looking for some people on the volleyball team this year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So for producer Frank, I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>